Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Shit's about to hit the fan. Welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays on Wrestling with Freddie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays. <laughs> Paid big money for that. Um, so I hope it didn't I hope it didn't suck. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsanctioned Thursdays. I'm Freddie Prince Jr. You're stuck with just me today. I hope that's all right with you. But I want to give some love to AEW. In particular, to Collision, because the match that I've wanted to watch most since Collision debuted, I feel like probably got the least amount of views because of when it was scheduled and what was scheduled around it. You know, there hasn't been Saturday Night Wrestling in a long time, right? Since what? Saturday Night Special? And I don't know what their ratings are off the top of my head. I think the last one... The number in my head is somewhere around 800,000. I don't know why that's in my head, but maybe because it's correct. Those numbers don't necessarily mean squat. They're not really checking these numbers and looking hard at them until about three to four months after the fact uh, with streaming and all that stuff and rewatches and social watches and all, all this other crap that gets factored in now. The analytics department look at instead of just listening to what the social people are saying or what fans are saying on social pages. It sucks. It's awesome. Like you could figure it out. People let you know when they like something or when they don't, but this was a tricky night for him because this was Ricky Starks versus CM Punk. And we've said it before. Ricky Starks is a star. All he's ever needed is the right character and the right story and the right person in that story. Yeah. And then enough time to tell it, not enough time told, with the Hobbs storyline, the FTR belt. That was that was too quick. 
Same with winning the tur- uh, the their battle royale. I don't remember what they called it, but for him to get the title shot against MJF, that storyline was too quick. The match ended with controversy. He gets kicked in the balls off a ref distraction. You refs need to step your damn game up. And then he goes to collision and everybody's kind of like, well, what's going to happen, man? Are people even going to watch? Okay, CM Punk's there. We'll get them to watch. FTR's there. Tag team lovers are going to definitely watch. Let's see what Ricky Starks can do. And they put him in this story with CM Punk right away, and he gets two shady victories over him. Boom, boom. And calls out whatever's in that red bag. It's the title. Well, it should be mine. I already beat you twice. You're not even defending it. Why do you have it? Just throw it away. Get this trash out of here. When he kicks it, it was beautiful, by the way. And he's playing this heel that people love, which is okay, I think, in in modern wrestling. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Movies changed it up. Television changed it up and got these bad guys slash good guys, good guys that don't have the moral compass of the heroes of the 80s. They're willing to play the, the criminals game a little bit. And we, we appreciate them for that because we know it's necessary in order to get vigilante justice. So that's been permeating for so long. It was only a matter of time before wrestlers started doing it. And Ricky's not the first, but he's the latest to sort of find something in that heel lover zone where, to quote the movie Phantasm, which I just rewatched lately, we're hot as love, baby. Like that's what he is. It's, it's complimenting yourself in a way that you can't hate the person for saying it. Like you just can't, right? Even if they're not telling the truth, they're saying it with this like certainty, this certain smile that allows you to, to give them latitude. And Ricky did that in two promos back to back. And then he gets this match for the championship with Ricky, the dragon steamboat, as the special guest referee who I had the pleasure of, of meeting when I worked at WWE and he was the ultimate gentleman and just one of the nicest guys that I met at that company and just in general. So it was good to, it was good to see Ricky out there. Mother's day is right around the corner and in true she pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And he gets this match, and I'll, I'll spoil it for you. CM Punk wins, of course, which he had to. I'm not mad about that. He, he can't just lose his belt the first time he's talking about it. That would suck balls. And then Ricky Ricky Starks beats up Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, whips him with the belt. It's brutal. And But he's made himself this sort of ultimate top heel on Collision. And that's exactly what, make no mistake, he is the top heel on Collision. That's no easy task. That's a lot of responsibility. I think he's handled those little opening quick hits that they do well when he rolled up in the car and was like, I'm absolute, you sons of bitches. I don't remember what he said, but he handled it well. Not all of the talent does because they bring different energies and sometimes it's too soft to open a show, right? Ricky played it cool and smooth and so it worked. But I don't know how many people saw this match between college football the the Jake Paul fight, which everyone probably watched for free because that's what his fans do. That sucks, by the way. And everyone watched SummerSlam. And I don't know if the SummerSlam crowd gets wrestled out, right? They're like, oh, okay, I got to take a break. Or maybe they're hardcore and they're like, yo, let's power through. But this to me was their biggest match and one of their one of their best shows since debuting and I just hope the right amount of eyeballs saw it. The, I just feel like they may have been a victim to, to bad scheduling because there was just too much competition. And they're going to have to deal with this during college football. Granted that there's good games in their time slot, right? There's a lot of games nobody cares about except the 3,200 people that go to that school because there's 18,000 colleges with football teams for some reason. But they're going to have to deal with that the same way Monday Night Raw has to deal with Monday Night Football. The ratings always dip. Every single time they stay out of commercial when Monday Monday night football goes into commercial just so they can steal, you know, a few thousand, a hundred thousand eyeballs if they can. And, and they'll stay out of commercial as long as they legally can just to keep your eyes on there. So collision may have to do a little bit of that if they're not already. Um, but you're legally allowed to do it for so long before you have to play a commercial. And I suggest they do, but it was still a really cool match. A cool finish. I honestly thought CM Punk was going to like cheat better than Ricky and be like, see, now that's how you do it, bro. <laughs> he got the roll up and he got the count from Steamboat, which I'm sure Starks will say was too, it was too quick of a count. But the other match that I wanted to discuss 
is FTR. And I don't think I've ever given them, I don't know if we've given them any love on this show, outside of like we respect them. But these dudes wrestled Brian Cage and Big Bill. And they made, Cage and Bill are responsible for this too, but they made them look like a team I want to watch wrestle f- for the next 10 years, right? Like they, all four men did a, did a great job in this match. And I'm going to talk about FTR in a second, but Big Bill and Brian Cage have something. I don't, I think they know they have something and they got to figure out what it is because they looked awesome as a team. I don't know if the face paint and then the no face paint works. And I don't know if Brian Cage needs face paint because his body is so freaking perfect. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> what the hell? He's like bigger than Lou Ferrigno when Lou Ferrigno was the incredible Hulk. He looks phenomenal. And Big Bill is just a giant guy named Bill who doesn't have to be as buff as Brian Cage, although he's in pretty sick shape too. But he's seven feet tall. Like he's a friggin' giant. They looked awesome. And there were even a couple times you knew they weren't going to win, but there were a couple times where they were able to suspend disbelief. Now let's talk about FTR because I know I haven't given them enough love. These dudes, here's the story they told. Okay. This is how sick these guys are. Brian Cage starts a match against Cash Wheeler and uh, his mom's in the freaking crowd. He's like, I think he's from South Carolina where the show was. He starts against Brian Cage and Brian Cage is just mauling him like a bear, just boom, smashing him down. Boom, here's a shoulder block. Boom, here's a clothesline. You ain't shit. And Wheeler's like, yo, I ain't shit. I got to tag out. And then Dax Harwood comes in. He's like, don't worry, bro. I got you. And Brian Cage is like, what? You ain't got shit. Pow, shoulder block. Wow, pow, clothesline. Pick you up. Swap, bam, bam. And then Dax Harwood was like, yo, this guy's crazy strong. If we got to, we got to work together. And then he's like, yeah, okay, let's work together. So then they start doing quick tags. Get a little double action on you. Pow, 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 pow. And then Brian Cage is like, nah, I ain't having it. Pow, boom. Puts them both down. And then the Brian Cage character starts to get a little tired. Because big muscles use lots of oxygen, which uses lots of energy. And all they had to do was withstand this early storm from this giant strong dude and a little big bill action as well. But also another big dude uses lots more oxygen. They're going to get tired quicker. And as soon as they did, you see FTR slowly start to take over this match. And they start doing these quick tags in and out, just double team. And I'm sitting there watching this like, yo, this is like a full-on fight scene in a movie, man. Like where Jackie Chan has to wait for the big Russian guy to get tired before he can beat his ass in the final act. I had so much fun watching this, man. These guys, this was next level. And I don't know if they're putting together this kind of match every week. I know that their collision matches, I've enjoyed all of them. But when I was watching them on Dynamite, I just don't feel like they were this. Or or I would have said something. Maybe I would. Maybe I'm just a dumbass. I don't know. Maybe it's both. Both things can be true. But anyway, I love this show. Samoa Joe got like five-second tap out. Hunter Pentecoach was kind of cold-blooded. But at least he called out CM Punk for all-in at Wembley Stadium to put a final exclamation point on their feud. As you know, CM Punk got the last victory. Samoa Joe dominated him in Ring of Honor. That was an awesome match to get made on the show. And you had to see it if you wanted to see it. And you got to listen 
If you want to hear us every Thursday right here on Unsanctioned Thursdays, I'm your host, Freddie Prince Jr. Jeff Dye will return soon. We miss you. Peace. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.